Welcome to the Bitcoin source, everybody, the ultimate destination for all things Bitcoin. Of course, today we have an exciting guest with us, Ben, uh, the founder of Gen Z for BTC, a platform that is focused on educating the younger generation about truth, freedom and the potential of Bitcoin. So let's dive into some thought provoking questions. Welcome, Ben. Hi, thank you for having me on. It's a pleasure. I love speaking on all podcasts and all ways to get the word out. Thank you. Yes, yes. So, so Ben, to start this off, um, like I said to you before we started recording, that I initially found out about you through my good friend Greg Faust, who's like a huge Bitcoiner in the space. Um, we were having an interview, and he mentioned I was talking to him about like the younger generation, Generation Z, like how are they getting orange pilled, how are they getting involved with Bitcoin, and he talked about you in such an eloquent way that he was like, you got to find this kid. Um, Gen Z for BTC. And I just thought the username was so cool. And I just searched Twitter. I finally found you. So I'm super happy to have you on. But the first question that I wanted to ask you, Ben, is, you know, the ways that you aim to educate the younger generation on Bitcoin, which has these principles such as freedom, truth and, you know, honesty, right? Sovereignty. So how do you approach teaching these concepts to Generation Z? And what unique challenges and other opportunities did you encounter in educating tech savvy and social conscious generations such as yourself? Yeah, so I think that since my generation is more advanced when it comes to the new technologies and stuff we get to have so early in life, like iPhones that are just in our hands, we have the ability to scroll and look through tons of social media and get opinions from other people forced into our head like unknowingly even because you just will scroll through TikTok or whatever social media and we'll just be going through that all day. So I think that if we could incorporate teaching Bitcoin through that and the way of freedom using Bitcoin through social media, using short videos, that could really help with getting kids involved or teenagers involved. So at least they can know there's another option. Be going through that all day. So I think that if we could incorporate teaching Bitcoin through that and the way of freedom using Bitcoin through social media, using short videos, that could really help with getting kids involved or teenagers involved. So at least they can know there's another option. Most definitely. And I, I love that that approach because, you know, um, I'm a millennial, so I'm a little older than you, but I can relate on the front of technology. Like I'm from the generation that actually had like computer class, which is crazy to think about because computers are so ubiquitous in the space. Like everybody has a computer in their hand, which is called a cell phone. And when I was your age, like going to computer class was cool because you got to use the MacBook and use the Windows desktop. And we just never thought that the internet and technology would be so advanced in such a short amount of time. So it's always cool to hear from the younger, the youth of this, this, this paradigm shift that we're going under. So I'm just super excited to hear more about like what you plan to do in the future and, you know, how much of a responsibility this is to kind of educate people about not only their sovereign wealth, but just being aware that the young generation out there, they're involved they're focused on tech. They're focused on changing the world as well. Not only older people that think that they know it all. Mm -hmm. 
yeah really based around education right so education about the history of fiat currency and Mm -hmm. the monetary system is like widely suppressed inside of the school system obviously and you know can you speak on your initiative which is um setasidesats.com and how that will educate bitcoiners yeah so that's a really good one i'm gonna say i'm in ninth grade going ninth grade in all of middle school at least i have learned absolutely nothing about the history of our dollars and what happened to it and why it's changing so much or why our parents always complain about gas prices or anything like that and i think that's kind of crazy because we're going to be getting jobs in high school a lot of us to help support our parents and pay for our cars or whatever and we don't even know anything about the money we're going to be earning so i think that that's not fair for kids and kids won't get the opportunity to buy Bitcoin when they deserve it. Cause you probably all heard the saying you get Bitcoin when you deserve it, which I guess that makes sense for adults because they have the resources to educate themselves and actually invest into it. But kids don't have that opportunity and the freedom to be able to put their hard earned money into whatever they want yet, because the government still thinks it's unsafe. So I think since speaking of that, and it's unfair, I think all Bitcoiners should set aside a wallet with $25-$50 in it for some kid or family member in the future to give to them or to have them work for it. Like, I don't know if any of you guys have read Rich Dad Poor Dad, but that was probably one of my favorite books. Think about you could be the rich dad to somebody's life and change their life around just by teaching them. And then I think you could teach them through giving them your Bitcoin, like $25 worth of Bitcoin now will be a lot more in the future. And you could give that to them and teach them about it or have them work for it, whatever you want, just to help somebody out in the future that you're going to care about and you can help them. That's the idea. Make it fair. Yeah, definitely. And I, I love the shout out of Rich Dad, Poor Dad. It's one of my favorite books of all time, along with The uh, the Greatest Salesman in the World. But, but that book really helped kickstart a lot of my Bitcoin journey, even though it's mainly based around real estate and, and stock ownership and things like that, old and gold. But it still gives you the same economic concept of having a scarce sovereign asset that you can hold over the long term and utilize that to finance your life outside of fiat currency. And, uh, you know, what you're doing with your website, with your initiative is is really inspiring because, um, you know, being in ninth grade and having all the pressures of being a teenager and trying to get into high school and trying to be, you know, have social currency and be like, you know, fit in. Um, we all want to fit in and stuff. I think that being a Bitcoiner so early is kind of showing that like you're meant to stand out because so many people don't understand Bitcoin or they hate on it, or give they... these weird misconceptions of what it's about or the people that's involved in it is about. So um, I commend you, Ben, for, you know, being so young, so early and being just laser focused on changing the world. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's the goal. I still definitely have a social life and stuff. I have full-time student athlete as well playing two sports got football practice later it's gonna be really tough because in florida right now it's like 105 degrees outside so it's really hot yeah that's the goal i want to do as much as i can as a kid because i can understand how other kids think and i just know we're going to be the future of bitcoin because we're going to have all the money coming down to us 
eventually from her parents and her grandparents. Exactly. And speaking of it being so hot outside, the younger generation is always, you know, increasingly aware of the environmental and social issues that we're seeing going on on our planet. I feel you guys are more tuned into that than some other generations. So, like, how do you address some of the concerns about Bitcoin's energy consumption and the environmental impacts, you know, that you might be seeing highlighted in the news, like towards the kids that you would talk to in high school, not like particularly adults? That's a really good question, because I've actually gotten comments about that, because there's some smart kids in our high school. We think they know some stuff, which is cool. They kind of know some stuff, but a lot of it's all messed up because that's what they hear on TikTok. In today's fast paced digital world, showing your support for the things you love doesn't have to break the bank. With just a few seconds of your time, you can help us at the Bitcoin source by liking our content, subscribing to our channel, pressing the notification bell and leaving a comment with your thoughts. Every interaction helps us to grow and improve, and we are grateful for your support. So if you are a fan of our content, take a moment to show your love and help us to continue to deliver high quality, informative content about Bitcoin and the world of cryptocurrency. Your support means the world to us, and we can't thank you enough for being a part of the Bitcoin source community. Now back to the episode. And on the stuff that is twisting the information to sound bad. So I've heard that isn't Bitcoin bad because it's using lots of energy and helping global warming. And that's a pretty common thing I hear. But even though statistically they prove that is completely false and it's doing more good than bad with heating up houses and the stuff they're doing in Africa is really amazing with how they are getting whole mining stations and building the hydro dams and using the extra energy on top of it to mine Bitcoin, and then also funding the hydro dams. And they're giving power around the whole world. And it's really doing way more good than bad. We're just hyper-focusing on the the bad, which there really is none. Like there was statistics that came out on it and proved they're all wrong. I can't name them and I don't wanna try because I don't know the exact websites. But I like am 99% sure that all the information was twisted and people should do their research before they start talking false information, acting like they know what they're talking about. Yeah, man, I couldn't agree with that more. And uh, it's even worse when you're like in high school and mm-hmm. everybody's trying to be like cool. And like if yeah. you if you know something that someone else doesn't know or you think that like people just gravitate to you because they're like, oh, this kid's talking about something I've never heard before. Even if that information might not be correct, they wouldn't know because they don't know. You know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always good to have kids like you in high school that kind of can come in and correct them. And because you're an athlete, I think a lot of students will definitely look up to you and be inspired by you. So it's always a double-edged sword if you're not only an athlete um, and high-performing student, but you're also a Bitcoiner that can educate the youth before they get somewhat indoctrinated by the school system or the college system. They can kind of be more of a free thinker because they have friends like Ben in their high school. Yeah, that's that's the goal but the bad part is i have lots of people that come to me and see me reading like bitcoin books or the bitcoin standard and immediately come with a negative assumption that i'm learning about something that's bad or is going to be bad for my life and there's some kids that come up to me thinking they're smart and they know more and i mean i'm not mad at them they're not like in the wrong for not knowing because we're not taught anything in school the place we're legally forced to be at for eight and a half hours a day we're not even learning about money. 
So when they come to me with the wrong type of information, I'm not mad. I just try to guide them towards the right way. Like they always say to just invest in S&P 500 gives you more steady return because they're all thinking about it as an investment, which I understand because that's all kids really think about. New shoes are $500, so I need to get $500 quick. So I can understand why they're thinking about it like that. But that's what I'm trying to do is switch the immediate thought of Bitcoin as a bad investment to a good investment for your freedom and for holding your value and hard work against the fiat dollar because the fiat dollar is going down, making Bitcoin seem like it's going up, even though it's really just going in a straight line, holding it away from our dollar. That's what I'm trying to tell all of them, but they always come to me with negative words sometimes too, really negative words. But I don't take it personal because I know it's just not their fault. That's simply what I'm trying to do is help the people that weren't lucky enough like me to have a mom that started before me and guided me in the right path. Yes. Yes. I love that, man. That's awesome. And, you know, like not to be like negative or to focus on the negative, right? Like, can you share any success stories or testimonials from young individuals that have embraced Bitcoin due to you? I have. I don't think I've gotten anybody to like buy it. Because again, kids can't even buy it. And if I had trouble convincing them, imagine them trying to convince their parents. So I've had some kids be interested in it. And like I was at a friend's house the other day for a birthday party. And I was talking about Bitcoin with one of my friends. That's dads are involved in it. So me and him both know what we're talking about. And then some other people came up and were just questioning us because we're all good friends. They were just questioning me like, isn't Bitcoin bad? Isn't Dogecoin better? You get more return off of Dogecoin. And then me and my friend just started laughing because it was just funny. They don't know anything. And then we just started explaining to them that Bitcoin is meant to hold your value. And they were like, oh, yeah, you're right. And then they hopefully went and told their moms to switch their portfolio around and get some more Bitcoin just to hold it. Because people can gamble if they want. It's the same thing as going to the casino, in my opinion, investing into like the altcoins is the exact same thing as going to the casino. So people can do it if they want, but I think people should know the difference between Bitcoin and all the other altcoins before they try to like combine the two. You should learn about Bitcoin first and hold almost all of your asset in Bitcoin when it comes to crypto. What people say should all be Bitcoin and then you can gamble really if you want to, but you shouldn't really have to do that at all if you know what Bitcoin is. Exactly. hundred percent. You hit the nail on the head, man. And uh, something I wanted to also mention too, you know, Generation Z, it's known for its active use of social media and digital platforms, right? So, like, how do you leverage some of these channels to engage with Gen Z users? And what role do you see social media playing in spreading the awareness about Bitcoin and its principles? Yeah, that's something I wanted to say, actually, is my mom was talking about it the other day, which like made it click in my mind with the words, at least, is we should always teach kids critical thinking. Because as I've experienced is if you're different from the majority of the crowd, people think it's bad. They're scared of it or they just don't like that somebody else is different and could be doing better than them. So they immediately say it's bad. Like anything, whether if you have a Samsung, if everybody at school has an iPhone, like that would be bad. Or if everybody has Samsung and you have an iPhone or like I remember in elementary school, if you had an Xbox and everybody had a PlayStation, they think you're bad. 
Like they think of it as lame or stupid just because they're scared to be apart from the crowd and don't have the protection of being the same, which is where critical thinking comes in and being able to think for yourself and do your own research or your own thoughts. I think that's probably the most important thing you can learn as a kid is being able to think for yourself and learn for yourself, not as a group. That's yeah, that's that's what I wanted to say. That's one of the big things kids need to learn. And that comes with Bitcoin is doing your own research. Which one's the best crypto asset? Well, Bitcoin's the best crypto asset. Okay. What's the second best? There is no second best. There's no second best crypto asset. There's a crypto asset It's called Bitcoin, right? Right. There's no second best. Okay. But take all your money, buy Bitcoin, then take all your time, figure out how to borrow more money to buy more Bitcoin, then take all your time and figure out what you can sell to buy Bitcoin. And if you absolutely love the thing that you're that you don't want to sell it, go mortgage your house and buy Bitcoin with it. And if you've got a business that you love because your family works for the business that's in your family for 37 years and you can't bear to sell it, mortgage it, finance it and convert the proceeds into the hardest money on earth, which is Bitcoin. This channel is for education purposes only and is not affiliated with any financial institution. This is not financial advice. Don't forget to like the video and subscribe to the channel. Now back to the episode. Like you mentioned something earlier about saying that like how kids can't really uh, buy their own Bitcoin, right? And I know there's like, I want to say Cash App, might allow you like the minimum age requirement i think is like 13 or 14 yes so i think cash app is definitely ahead of the game i'm sure a lot of your peers have cash app but i'm sure a lot of them haven't clicked that bitcoin option mm -hmm. you know to buy bitcoin i have actually i figured out i've been waiting for cash app to enable it for kids which is really cool they have now but you don't own it they don't give you a key cash app is holding it and that's what I kind of want to stay away from when it comes to Bitcoin. Because I know when you're an adult, you can send it onto the chain. But it's the same thing. Like Cash App, I haven't done my full research on how the Cash App is letting kids buy it without KYCing, what agreements they have with the government or anything. Because it is technically illegal to buy into cryptocurrency as a minor. As of when I did my research like less than a couple weeks ago. So I think that you should stay away from buying it because you can't trade it off of there. And if it gets shut down in the writing, they can just, they'll keep it. There's no return. So they, they tried to fix it, which just shows they're putting an effort to letting kids do it, but it's not done yet. And it wasn't the right way. You don't own it yourself. Like I still have like 50 bucks on there just when I tested it out and it's cool and all you can see a little chart go up and down with the little percentages, but I don't think it's a good idea to hold it on there. And if you can't take it off, there's no point of buying it on there, but it's a good idea. Like you could, I could show kids, I guess, but I just don't want to get them to buy it that way. That's not the right way. I think people should go about it the right way and learning how to hold your private keys and your public keys and everything and learn how to do it the right way. But I get what you mean. They're, they're, it's starting. At the same time, we could they could also use a non-KYC like um, transaction place or use something that like I don't even know, like maybe even the Bitcoin vending machines that require no KYC. I know there's a couple. I've been hearing about it. People have been telling me because like they're going to need their parents permission still, most likely. 
but they could probably like their parents could just make them account and do that. But then that would also require their parents would want to know what they're making their kids account with and everything. And then that would basically be orange pilling their parents as well. What my mom was talking about, the kids will orange pill the parents or the parents or will orange pill the kids either way around. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And that's kind of what we're aiming for. Right. And uh, I'm glad that you really gave some insight on kids buying stocks or buying financial instruments and they're not of legal age because I'm sure they're interested. They want to get involved, but Mm -hmm. they really can't unless they get their parents involved. But um, I think that that's a crucial conversation to have. And hopefully Cash App or the regulators can find a way to make finances easier, easier to be digested by kids, but not fall into like crazy legal ramifications. But I guess that's another conversation for another time. But Mm -hmm. uh, Ben, Ben, I have one last question for you, which is kind of looking ahead. So, you know, what are your visions and aspirations for Gen Z for BTC and how that will impact the younger generation and the wider Bitcoin community? Yeah, so I'm taking the actual development of my website and my business, what I'm going to try to do very slow, because right now with my age, I don't have the proper knowledge to like officially start if you think about it, but I'm definitely going to keep trying to evolve and get more little projects out like the set aside sats. And I'm going to keep just pushing the words that the kids are important. And eventually my goal as of right now, what I'm going to do is going to be to have a website or a page or an app that is a simple place. Like think about, I know, there's already an orange, there's something called an orange pill app, but mm-hmm. like, think about a place that's literally just like an orange pill website that you, it takes less than 10 short videos. Like think about scrolling like TikTok, short, less than two minute videos to get you hooked into Bitcoin. And then it can send you to the right type of the, the right places to learn more that leads you in the right direction. And then it can also like, I want to get the best most safe information now that kids can learn. Like, I don't want it to be complicated. Like when I started learning about it, it was really hard, like getting started. Like it's easy if somebody says, here, watch these three videos. It's super easy to watch them. But finding those three videos without the guidance is the hardest part, I feel like. Like I have some processing problems that I've had for a long time. So I have problem. I have problems reading books and putting together words. Like I have a lot of trouble reading books. I've been getting better at it, but it can be a struggle. And I feel like it is for a lot of other kids. So I want to make a place that's super easy. That's that's going to be a bit in the future to get that all done and like sound perfect. But like I want to be like completely perfect. I have, like, I'm not completely sure I'm going to go about it, but like I can just imagine in my head just scrolling past videos and then like having a full page of where to buy Bitcoin, how to convince your parents, like everything. That's the goal. And to just push Gen Z is our future. Nice, nice, man. And I, 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 I support you fully. And obviously, you know, you reach out to the Bitcoin community. People are super helpful in this space. Yeah. Um, they want to see they want to see you win. So um, I think whatever you put your mind to, you definitely can achieve it in this ecosystem. And I have nothing but high hopes for you, Ben, for what uh, Gen Z for BTC is doing. I'm really excited to see what you're going to, f- you know, build out throughout your next few years. But before you go, like if there's any social media handles or last tidbit words that you want to give the audience, please do so now. Yeah, so last words is I'm Benjamin at Gen Z for BTC. That's how a lot of people know me, Gen Z. My Twitter is Gen Z for BTC. The four is a number four. And 
My website is genzforbtc.com. Still developing, it's not done yet. And then for the set aside sats, where you can pledge how much like sats you set aside in an account, that is setasidesats.com. No spaces or anything, you just spell it out and then .com. That'll bring you to that website, which is done and finished, and you can put how much you pledged in there. And yeah, that's me. Care for the kids. Thank you. Mm-hmm.